that sound sounds good do it again have you ever heard me imitate myself puking no did it was that it just no, now it was, it's much worse than oh that. god i can't actually do it because then i start coughing oh really mm-hmm. i'll do it later Ugh, this, i love starting out podcasts talking about puking while i'm while i'm When's delicately dipping my, me yeah um recently almost it was an almost Hmm. it was like i better get into the bathroom it's it was all of the signs leading up to it without the satisfaction of it actually over salivation over salivation getting way too hot Mm -hmm. breathing weird passing out partly like on the bathtub (laughs) what happened to you you know i don't remember i actually don't remember what Hmm. happened but it's kind of recent it was somewhat recent Hmm. yeah i I used to be such a big puker and it's been so long Mm. i used to have this stupid philosophy uh-huh. that puking at least once a month was like good for you or cool or something and cool. it was around the time that i was drinking malt liquor oh yeah so do i it. puked all the time mm-hmm. i have one colt 45 and i'd be like i'll be right back oh my god should we drink malt liquor no when's the last time you had malt liquor uh 2009 really yeah <laughs> wow that was that was the summer of like bud light and malt liquor me too but that's because i was like going into college so that's all we could get our hands on. Yikes. In those days, when you were like 17 or whatever, it was easier to get someone to get you a, like a 40. 40. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it was like one thing oh, that you could drink yeah. and get you drunk. One big thing. Rather than like... These were cans, though. <sighs> Even one little can. Let's do it. Let's it was bad. It in town if there's anywhere I was also, that will serve us. At that time, I was also really into... Um, gin and lemonades oh. gin lemonade and and like muddled raspberry oh that's really nice that's yeah. classy i was it was a two spectrum it was the ends of the spectrum for me either way you're puking it all out yep it was all coming out god i mean i i don't i don't know I'm you don't know to figure out if i've changed or if like my body's changed or what's going on but <sighs> my friends have changed that's the big thing yeah that's a huge impact yeah i think last time i threw up was the 5th of july Okay. It's the day after the 4th of July. And I, I imagine it was not, uh, it was not dis-ease. It was a It kind of was. That was the thing. It was like a weird, it wasn't like that intense of a hangover. It was definitely like a morning after puke kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yikes. Yeah. Mm. The morning after ones are always puke. such a bummer because you're like, I thought I was in the clear. Yeah. I made it all night. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this last one was. I made it until like. 4 a.m. or something mm-hmm. and then i was like right now that's good though then you wake up and you feel a little bit less like like crap right no i, I don't, don't know. know i don't, I don't know, know. some of it soaks into your blood i have this hilarious well it's hilarious to me <laughs> hangover story uh-huh. it's one of my early moab memories actually Ooh, party serga <laughs> <laughs> try not to say your name serga serga yeah sergey uh russian dancer um <laughs> I was, uh, there was a party in the LaSalle's for somebody, birthday party, mm. and I uh, went up there with Gabe, mm-hmm. and we brought, we were in the habit of, like, making a big drink 
in a, in a big mason jar, sure. like a quart size yeah. mason jar. And we would mix gin and I think it was gin and lemonades You're hip, a lot. Hip and cool. Yeah. So then we would just bring our, we would just bring that up and share it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those situations where I was like sitting by the fire. I was probably not super comfortable. Didn't really know anybody that well. And I was drinking from this jar mm. like it was water practically. And since I was sitting down, I wasn't really, I wasn't moving. So I wasn't feeling how it was hitting me. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, just got, uh, then I just like flashed to me going pee in the field, flashed to me falling asleep and waking up and feeling like, oh, I think I'm fine. It was like super mosquito-y, really mm-hmm. uncomfortable. So we just get in the car immediately as we're driving back down the loop road. You're driving back down. I wasn't driving. I mean, obviously. I hope. No. But we're leaving the uh-huh. next morning. We're going going home. And um, I suddenly I'm like, oh, my God, I am drunk right now. Like the next day still. Mm-hmm. And then it just got. And, and I had agreed to like um, work for this this wonderful nonprofit in town. <laughs> like I agreed named. to like help them with a very specific project that kind of had a specific deadline. And I was like trying to help on the weekend. So I was in the nonprofit totally like drunk slash hungover, could barely think straight, trying to work on these spreadsheets. Ugh, spreadsheets. It was, yeah, it was such a weird place to be. And I was so dedicated that I was like, I'm not just going to take a day. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to get this done. I said I would do it and I shall work through this Crunch hangover. these numbers. At one point, Gabe always laughs about this because I, I was so like uncomfortable and upset and sad about being hungover that I kissed my own arm to like comfort myself (laughs) oh that's so sad like i had my head resting in my arm and i like leaned over and like kissed my bicep to like i think i've done that for myself drunkenly for sure (laughs) so soft yeah it's nice oh my gosh oh man yeah that doesn't sound that horrible honestly no i mean i wasn't describing how i felt when i when i'm hungover or when i'm sick like it basically is death like i the worst i feel like i'm a bad person Mm -hmm. i'm loaded with guilt and um, fear mm-hmm. and self-loathing what else? in Las Vegas. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely in Las Vegas. Definitely. For sure. One of the first weeks that I lived here, I, I don't know what I did the night before. I drank a lot, whatever I did. Mm-hmm. And I was somewhere. It's I wasn't welcome, like at home. It's the welcome to Moab it's the welcome thing. to Moab. And the next morning I went on a, I went to Delicate Arch with like some people I didn't really know that well. Mm-hmm. A few girls that I'd probably never in a million years would have like sustained friendship with yeah either way Same but it was like me. you know they invited this me is out. the recipe and i did the hike wow it was hot wow it's painful and wow. then on, in the car ride on the way home i was like you gotta roll down the window <laughs> and i just like puked out the window like the stranger's car wow yeah i held it in i held in that hangover until till the last possible minute wow. and it all came out and it was like you have to get this out i was like you gotta pull over again you gotta pull over it took us like an hour to get home just puking out the window oh god it was rough yikes now it's hilarious to me because like i got that i went to delicate arch i did it somehow mm-hmm. i didn't bail on that hike either which is like you could have me now never in a million years no 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 what I, just the hike in general or hungover? if i woke up hungover and you were like okay let's go on that hike i'd be like no <laughs> not me Mm-mm. no i know better now yeah uh what is it we're, what are we doing take it or huh huh fake it or grieve it oh was that mine what I, I sent that one out in like you a, did? a text oh i don't yeah. remember that i think you do i just think you don't know it nope yeah. i just <laughs> thought of that <laughs>
This is a weird day, listeners. Tell me why. Well, a lot of reasons, but I'd say mostly we've never done a show after we've done a radio show. Like I know. The I, same day. I keep thinking that we already have gold. We already have podcast gold because of Delhi, but mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Yeah. That's not the podcast. Right. Let's just say if, if you haven't already listened to the shorty by the time you listen to this. If you like chaos and baby sharks, tune on in. <laughs> tune on in. And I don't think it was that chaotic from the listener standpoint. I would, I'll, have to, I'll have to listen to it in like a year. Yeah, I felt chaotic in my brain, but yeah. I think if you were to go back and listen right now, I would like... Because we, we traded off talking. Yeah. I was turning down mics. Maybe it just felt really chaotic for both of us. If that's, that's what you what just I said. said. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've also been thinking about how this is funny because as I keep sort of mentioning in passing, it's been a really long time since we've talked just like to catch up at all. Mm. Like we've only talked on microphone. Oh, right. Or like as we're this exchanging your child. This is what I consider catching up. Though. I know. It's good. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It's been a while. Since we did this last week, I guess. But even then, it feels like a million years it ago. Does. I remember what we talked about. It does. How's it going? About, uh, uh, how's unemployment for you? Oof, I'm how's settling in. Okay. It's been better this week. It's like week. a big chair. You know? A big lumpy chair. It wasn't comfortable at first, and then mm-hmm. I, my legs went numb, and then my lower back. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, so now you're paralyzed? Yeah, now I'm paralyzed. Okay, great. You know, this week was kind of dreary. Monday mm. and Tuesday, mm. it was like rainy. So mm-hmm. by Wednesday... This is a take it or leave it weather remember retrospective yeah yeah mm-hmm. tied directly to like my emotions okay i like this segment so it's kind of kind of down on monday mm-hmm. and tuesday you had a case of the m- tuesdays mm-hmm. <laughs> monday and tuesdays okay the muse days Ooh. and then on wednesday i felt better because the sun came out wow so like yesterday and today have been you're good. like a direct effect and i got a lead on like a p- potential job oh i got a lead on another potential thing oh you did yeah this is the time to tell you i think i'm gonna go to colorado for like a week what what are you doing my brother's gonna pay me to do something what do I, know? I don't know Trim his w-e-e-d no it's not drug related okay something about me being creative and good it's i don't know oh boy i'm not gonna question you it because he offered me an obscene amount of money okay take it a but b what's up with i'm 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 a kind of officially over the phenomenon of like the family member being like, you're so creative. Can you help me with this thing? You're officially over I'm that. over it. I don't know why. I just feel like. Because <laughs> it's happened to you. That's it's why. happened to me a lot. That's not. It hasn't really happened to me. No one's really ever asked me for like serious. I, okay. Help. Well, then just be warned. Well, I know. Like, I it's good that you're getting paid I'm going to make him lot. sign a contract that says that he won't like get short with me and that it won't ruin our relationship. That's we've the been thing. This before. It's hard. Like. I'm working on a project with my dad and it's a really cool pro this is the hard thing. Like it's a really cool project. It deserves a lot of attention. He has a super creative mind. But I'm so swamped with other stuff mm-hmm. that I don't want to even think about it. Right. But then I'm guilty because I'm like, I'm his daughter. Like who else in the world should be doing this Ugh, project? That sounds like the epitome of like stress. Yeah. And personal relationships. Yeah. And, yeah. That's why I'm glad I'm just going. Right. Because I'm going to go. And I yeah, kind of want to get out of town a little still. I want to like go to some coffee shops. Fine. I don't know anyone. Get out of here. I, if I could take you with me. You probably wouldn't. I, yeah. I mean, I would be embarrassed about what might happen. Not what? from, not what from you talking end. about? I don't know. I just feel like. What do you mean? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> things can get weird in colorado i think we've all been there okay. w-e-e-d right yeah okay right. no i can't smoke drugs because i have to 
work for uh, the government. It's another job lead. Oh, We're going back on the summer camp do circuit. A, a drug test? Yeah, apparently if you work for the city, you have to have a drug test. What? Which like I felt like was kind of sprung on me in like a casual conversation with this person. Sort of like, will you pass? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah, no, I think so. I think so. And I had to like think about it, which probably didn't sound great. But well, your last opportunity to try to partake in a group setting, you weren't around. So. <sighs> When you, were, you were in Africa. Oh, where was everyone else? At the Trash and Show. You all got high? No. You all got high? I don't want to incriminate myself. I think you already did. On this POD cast. It's no, fine. I didn't because I am too nervous. Yeah. So no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't. don't enjoy it socially. So it's fine. Alone? Yeah. Sure. Artistically? Absolutely. One on one, sometimes with you, probably. This is not an incrimination because it hasn't happened yet. Oh, okay. And I don't know We're if it will our happen. Intent? I don't know. It's not an intent to to sell. Do you think podcasts have been used for entrapment? Oh no! I think I'm going to stop talking. I'll tell you. Off, right. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Off cast. Okay. Um, Bookmark that thought. Yeah. Guess what? There are two social cues. They look great. The first one. Should yeah. we just go in order? Yeah, let's okay. get the hard one over. No, let's go the other order. Sorry. Oh, reverse I you order. Meant the order like they came in. Oh yeah, this is gonna be hard. But yeah. you know what? We've tackled it before. We've we can ta- do it. We can do it. White privilege begets white privilege. A reader asks, "Can I tell my friend that race should play a bigger role in her parenting?" My good friend, who is white, is raising her young biracial daughter as a single mother. She is a loving mom, but in my opinion, she has not given enough thought to helping her daughter form a healthy self-image as a person of color. My friend is not a racist, but she was raised in an insular white community and she has not reflected sufficiently on her white privilege. As a childless white woman, I am not the best person to give advice on parenting or racial sensitivity. Okay. 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 Acknowledging it. But I would like my friend to reflect on the issue, on these issues soon. Is there a supportive way to tell her this? Okay. At first I was going to be really annoyed, but now I'm like, all right. I'm still pretty annoyed. You are? It's almost even like, it's just layers of like, not intrusiveness, but it's like, it's my least favorite kind of person that's like. I'm going to be like an advocate for this, but then I'm going to acknowledge, I'm going to be more of an advocate by acknowledging that I'm not like the right advocate, but in that way, I'm still like establishing myself as like an an even more of an advocate. It's just like by saying that you're not actually like solving anything. You're just like troubleshooting like Philip Galanis's response, you know, a and B maybe the, uh, like the underlying conundrum here is that you want the world to know that you're hip on the issue. Right. Cause that's what you're writing in. Cause that's why you're writing in. So it's, I'm not into it. Like, that's a really good point. Like, are they going to read the response and be like, oh, that's really helpful? Or are they going to be like, I wonder how many people out there. Well, it's anonymous, but Mm. still. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, why? Why do you think this? Why do you think that your opinion on this matters? Like, why are you the right person to make this decision? Which she says she's not. But she clearly is thinking that she should do something, right? Mm -hmm. I mean... I would say she seems to step back. Yeah, step back. It could be that this mom friend actually has a plan. Yeah. Like she's waiting until she gets to a certain age and then she's going to, you know, introduce these topics or these subjects. Or maybe yeah. like there are, it's already getting taken care of. Maybe she's learning about her biracial heritage at school or something like that. Just like maybe be a friend to you and like wait for an opening. And like yeah. if that mom expresses like, oh, this is like something I'm concerned about, blah, blah, blah. Like then you can be like, well, 
have you thought about this and this and this? Like, take them there. Totally. Or, like, uh, this is is an advice. This is something that can extend to all topics, not just, like, a biracial, white privilege, you know, person of color background issue. But you could just ask them point blank without inviting your own, without inserting your own opinion and Mm -hmm. just saying, I'm curious about what you think about this. Right. Or like, hey, like, how have you, how have you thought about this? Or how have you moved forward in this? Or will do you plan to blah, blah, blah? Mm -hmm. And just ask it. Like Mm -hmm. an innocent question is sometimes uh, the best way to start a conversation. Oh, yeah. And also maybe even get them to think about it in case they, maybe they haven't. Maybe their answer is no, I've never thought about that. And then they'll say, what do you think? Mm -hmm. I think no matter what, the wrong way to go about it is to be the friend who's like, you know, I'm concerned about how little you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, to... this seems to be like a thread in these ones too. Remember, mm-hmm. recently there was one that was like, "I'm cons- can I give you some unsolicited advice about how mean you're being to your right. kid because they're walking the dog on a hot day?" It's like, are they writing in just because they want someone to say like, "Don't do it," and this is them getting it out of their system? Like when I write maybe emotional emails in my draft folder and then never send them. Could be or send them to a different person, or are they just feedback. maybe it's just they're writing to get it out of their system, and they don't care what the response is. They're just mm-hmm. like, okay, now the universe knows that I feel like I've this. done something. Yeah, Everyone it's, knows ba- like, it's basically confession. It's a modern yeah. day confession. Oh man, right? We gotta get confession booths back. We are a confessional. Oh my God, you're right. Ask me anything. How much time did you spend wrapping your hair wrapper today? My hair wrapper. Yeah. What's that? Your your bow tie. My bandana? Yeah. There you go. Um, (laughs) Weird. My mouth made a crazy noise. I'm so sorry. That's okay. It was kind of like a horse laugh. I liked it. It's like some air got caught in my lips. Um, Not much time at all because I just put it on right before I came here. Noticing sometimes I feel really incomplete. Uh Like I need like a, it's like a border between my face and my hair. Okay. I was like, there's something's off today. I just don't feel like. I like that. There's like not enough time. And also I got a really sweet letter from a roommate that moved away today. She left me a nice note and she was like, I can't believe it was like six years ago that we met. I came to your office. You were wearing a bandana and I thought you were so cool. So I think that was in my head a little bit too. I was like, maybe I want to be a bandana girl. You are a bandana girl. I have a crazy bang cowlick. Beaver dana. It's out of control. Yeah, me too. It's not out of control right now, but I got one too. And I noticed that my kid has the same cowlick in the same spot. I wonder how that happens. I don't know. Genetics experts? Tell us. Genetic cowlick. All right, this one sounds more fun. That was fast. It's because we don't know what to do with all that, you know? I think we do know. We do know. You nailed it. Just be a good friend. You know what? I think that's a good, like, blanket statement Mm -hmm. of, like, we might not be the best people to give this advice. You're not the best person to give this advice, but we can give you some like basic tips on how to be just like a friend. Just be a good person. Yeah. Just be a good person. How can I save my workaholic boyfriend from himself? Uh Uh-oh. I've been with my boyfriend for a year. (laughs) Occasionally. (laughs) Good for you. You call him a boyfriend. Did you just write it off? (laughs) Occasionally he gets into deep panics about his work and cancels plans and not just with me. He cancels dinners with friends and important doctor's appointments, holidays with his family, and trips we've booked months in advance. I love him and I want to be compassionate about his panic and his work, but some plans are important to me. We're supposed to visit my family soon and he's already threatening to cancel. He says everything will fall apart if he goes away. What can I do? I have 20 more questions. Okay. What's your job? A. 
B. <laughs> Are you giving me a, 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 a B testing? Oh, oh no, no, no. I just want you Sorry. to speculate. What One. do you think his job is? Uh, I imagined him um, as like some sort of higher up in a cubicle type job. This to me sounds like it's not the job issue. It's a personality issue for sure. Oh, right? for sure. It has nothing to do with his work. He's a habitual excuse maker. He's, he's leaning on some other yep. thing to try to get he's, out of stuff. He's afraid of change. Mm-hmm. He's probably afraid of uh, relationships too. He maybe doesn't like uh, being committed. Committed? Uh-huh. Committed. Uh-huh. Commitment. Non-committal. He's non-committal. I say, leave him. Break up with him. Break up. Cut we it off. Honestly, just like get a custom like die made. Here's an advice. Here's an, <laughs> an advice. Cancel your, your relationship. Yeah. Cancel on him. Cancel on it. Bail on that Subs- subscription. Get out of there. Opt out. But don't you think we could just have like one thing? One, is it die? That's a single die. That's die. That we roll that has like in the relationship uh don't do anything uh you know it's like really simple statements for all of these questions right i feel like you're not rolling with me here <laughs> oh, oh rolling the dice die joke. you know what that was snake eyes snake eyes baby what does that mean in that game two ones it's good right I don't know. Thing? It depends on what game you're playing. What's that game with the <laughs> you roll the dice? Dice. Is that dice? That's yeah. what it's called? I don't know. I think kids used to play that in like the bathroom in my high school during lunch. Do you remember that Liam Lynch song? No. That, <laughs> that was like, uh, oh my God, it's all flooding back to me right now. Oh no. Just a wave. He he has a song and he, 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 he the, the, the chorus is like really repetitive uh-huh. and really... Uh, loud and brash no but he says one day i was with my friends and we were playing dice in the alley and then oh my god wow okay you're not getting a complete enough flashback really it's not complete enough okay it's something about dice in the alley (gasps) i know i get to read it though okay are we done with this workaholic i feel like we're done i kind of want to read philip galanis's uh response just because it sounds exactly like ours yeah. I hate to break it to you, but there are some problems that even a loving girlfriend and a well-meaning advice columnist can't fix. I'm concerned about your boyfriend's deep panics and doubtful that our civilian assistance will be a big help. Help. In my 300 years of working, <laughs> I have encountered two main types of people who just can't step away from their desks. The first is the egoist who really be- egoists who really believe that things will go to rack and ruin if they're not there to supervise they're irreplaceable in their own minds doesn't sound like your boyfriend though so superiority doesn't often lead to panic the second group is larger in my experience and sadly includes me workers who lack confidence and fear that all of their imagined errors and incompetence will come to light the second they clock out panic makes sense if you truly believe however incorrectly that you're about to be exposed as an imposter and possibly fired this hmm. is not where we were going, no, but this is super right. interesting. Don't like you don't like it? I, it's fine. I just want it to like not be about work is the thing, you know? What do you mean? When I'm hearing it, I'm just like... I mean, he does say that there's... But I think it's more about the this... It's still a deeper issue about being being afraid that you're an imposter. Look at this number that's calling me right now. This is not like a number. One, two, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. There's like weird way too many digits this okay, is sorry. What, what is this episode one robocalls what are we back to the old theme all right okay i mean it it's true it's insightful i think it's cool that philip agrees with us even if he's doing it in a different way okay how's that summary it's like uh pretty good okay i'll take it okay great um well i'm gonna pull up this email okay i'm feeling tonight's gonna be a little bit of a 
maybe like an abbreviated episode. How do you feel about that? I feel great about that. We got some other things to do. Because guess what? We have dinner plans and business plans. And we're working on work stuff. Okay. I've got to stop talk singing. All right. I love this email. Well, don't keep us waiting. Let me just read it to myself really quickly. Okay. I'm going to get some more tea. Just me and the dogs. Apostrophe. Apostrophe N. Wait, wait. What? Just me me and the dogs. Apostrophe N. Me and the dogs. Me and the dogs. Yeah. Got it. To the magnanimous. Oh, my God. Magnanimous? Magnanimous, right? I think so. What's magnanimous? That's definitely not a word. Uh, Right. I think it's magnanimous. An illustrious beaver and cleaver. I'm writing in hopes that you will be able to help me with the situation I will be encountering in the near future. This summer, I have agreed to help a good friend care for their 12 sled dogs in the woods in Alaska while they are away. Most interesting question ever. I will be living in an off-grid cabin by myself for six weeks in a birch forest about 18 miles outside of a small city. I already have some ideas of how I might spend my time aside from the daily dog-related chores. But I'm wondering if you all have ideas about how I might creatively spend all of that free time aside from the obvious things like reading all those books I've been stockpiling for years or slowly crafting a plan to take over the world. Mm. That's parenthetical. I wasn't sure where that was going to go. Slowly crafting a plan. I didn't plan. think it was going to be plan. I thought oh, it was, it was like, like slowly, crafting slowly crafting a you know, paper mache a, sculpture a, of myself. A knitted bodysuit. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some new skill I could teach myself. Maybe I should finally learn an instrument. I will have access to a car, so I will be able to go into town, though I don't know anyone else there. But mostly I'll be soloing it in the woods. What should I do? Yours truly, a soon-to-be doggy caretaker. Could have been a wow. lot more creative with that sign-off, though. Yeah, that's fine. Could have I mean, the question itself is so dog open-ended. Sleds, woods. I know, but still. Yeah. Balto. Ugh. These are our favorite kinds of questions. This is the question that so ends incredible. with what should I do? And I think like this specific scenario, minus the sled dogs, maybe I've pictured so many times in my mind because I always have like this part of me that's like, I'm just going to go to like a cabin in the middle of nowhere alone, alone. And like, oh, do you think it's going to be like a like a dark murderous scenario? I'm getting a little bit of like a grizzly man vibe. Right. No. But like dogs. Timothy Treadwell. Husky. Oh, actually, that's a great idea. Go on. A soon-to-be dog catcher. What uh-huh. is it? Soon-to-be what? Caretaker. I think. Soon-to-be yeah. dog caretaker should absolutely make a documentary series about their time oh, there. Oh, that's a brilliant Film idea. Themsel- yes. So definitely. Full-on Timothy Treadwell. And like, definitely like... Grizzly man without the... The without, grizzly ending. Without the grizzly ending. <laughs> yeah. Definitely take insane amounts of video of yourself. Yeah. And audio. Video and audio. Like it's all of your... though. I don't know about the... Solar, solar, I guess. What for electricity? Yeah. Oh right. Well, I'm sure that there's solar. Yeah. Yeah. And then also probably the trips into town could be spent Mm -hmm. powering up the cameras or whatever. Yeah. Stockpiling battery stuff. I mean, action shots. Like here's me fetching water. Because then, if anything, and then splice it all together, and it'll be like that (laughs) show that we've talked about. I think on the show, Dick Pranicky, Alone in the Wilderness. Nope, haven't. Oh my god. I love this movie. Yes. He shot it all on eight millimeter. It was in Alaska and he basically like was flown into the super remote place. And all he had was like his food and his, um, his tool heads, like his ax heads Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then he used them to create, to build all of his handles and a canoe and a house and a table and spoons. Okay. Watch that movie. 
First watch writer. Alone in the Wilderness, Dick Pranicky, P-R-O-E-N-E-K-E. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then be glad that you don't have to build all those tools yourself. Yeah, and then do a 2019 version. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I would say like my biggest fear is always like definitely going insane. Right? Like How? almost immediately. You can't do it. You're a sane person. I don't know. I think there's a lot in there that you, you've never seen. It's probably going to go pretty crazy. But then I think out of that I mean, comes based on goodness, your... right? Okay, sorry. I mean, you don't know me. Right. It's been three weeks since you haven't had a job, and it, you're definitely different. In a good way? No. <laughs> your oh eyebrows. God. No, of course in a good way. Your eyebrows, though, just now were a little freaky. Well, I've been keeping a lot in, okay? Mostly because I don't have anyone to talk to. I know. I'm just yeah. saying. I uh, Now I agree with you after I see how, like, three weeks of, oh, I've gone a of little crazy. even somewhat alone time is... Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a big deal. I mean, part of that reflects just like a drastic lifestyle change, which for this person it probably will be too. Oh, yeah. I don't know what their current situation is. But I feel like I always have thought probably that I would like want to like write a book. Oh, okay. If I was alone for six weeks in a cabin in right. the middle of nowhere. I'd right. be like, I'm going to get down to it. So maybe it's not a book for this person, but maybe there's something like that that they've always just been like, if only I had... Like a documentary. The time. Yeah, documentary. Maybe they'll start writing songs. Ooh. They did mention they wanted to learn an instrument. Yeah, mm-hmm. so those are the obvious. But we're going to stay away from the super obvious and right. go in the weird. You know, this actually is... I wish that I'd initially framed this question for myself a minute ago because I was just thinking like, oh, I had six weeks off of my job in which i was getting paid what should i have done but now two almost three weeks of those are over so i'm halfway through right 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 what can i do with the remaining three weeks go to colorado go to colorado make a documentary it's hard because there's all these like things in my life you know this person's just gonna go be so city 12 dogs is a lot though i will say that it sounds like a maybe a lot of daily responsibility yeah that's why i think this documentary thing could be amazing oh because you could film yourself as you're first doing it developing relationships developing with each, relationship every one of the dogs. dogs and then also showing how bad you are at the beginning of doing everything and one then of the by dogs like, gets sick when the dogs get sick and then you have to like mend one of the dog's legs oh my God, with a splint with a splint and, and then, then practice then like the car mushing. the car breaks down and then you have to mush in town with the dog with the, the car dog, pulling the car pulling the car and the splinted one is in the driver's seat driving you gotta get a selfie stick come on you know what you gotta do is bring a silent cameraman you gotta bring Werner Herzog I'm free I'm free I'll oh, be you're free. okay I'll do it I'm You'll coming along I'm making this documentary all right I have a purpose now okay if you're listening email us back so that we wow. can get I also hope to god that we get a full report if not like during which would be amazing yeah weekly updates right let's do that I feel After. like we do need to provide one alternative that's not so labor intensive as a documentary. Because what if they're listening and they're like, ha ha, no. Said, and we have nothing write, else. Write a book or make a documentary. Or make a documentary. There's got to be one other thing. Ooh, what about like taking up a craft that's like, it has an intention of like jewelry making, for example. Like you, you bring a bunch of unrefined rocks or whatever, and you're like, okay, during the six weeks, I will develop a body of work. Mm-hmm. Don't bring the rocks, though. Okay, I fine. Mean, we'll find them. Find them, right? Find them. Bring Think the of tools. it as an artist residency program, yeah, for and you're in the thing, and you're creating a body of work with, with like with what you have there. But it mm-hmm. has to be a focused body of work. So like, spend the first week or the first three days like taking in your surroundings. 
and then write yourself a thesis statement mm-hmm. of what you're going to do and then actually do it. I like that a lot. And then maybe have an art show for all of the friends who arrive back. Mm. Because I'm assuming that they're going to come back before she leaves, obviously. Or just for the dogs. Or just for, well, it's Make for the fancy little orders. Everything is for the dogs. I know. But then, like, the humans will arrive and you'll be like, oh, I was just having an art show Look with the dogs. Look at this installation I did in your house. Yeah. No, I like that idea. And it could. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, like, very, you know, like, pagan-looking things with fur boughs and yeah twigs and stuff i think it's gonna be beautiful dog teeth also (laughs) as like maybe think of some smaller things too that aren't like a big cumulative project but something you can do like mail to people like us right exactly like write a letter to a bunch of people you care about Mm -hmm. like spend some time really reflecting on the experiences you've shared with certain people throughout your life that's always a nice thing to do when you're alone by the way if you're listening and you want to send us a letter you can address it to Beaver and Cleaver, 1734 Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, 84532. USA. USA, of course. We should get a P.O. box for all our fan mail. We have a P.O. box, too, you can use. <laughs> we should get our own. Okay. It's like What's it? four bucks a month, I think. It's really cheap. Uh, I kind of wish I'd kept mine. Considering we're not making any money off of this. You're not making any money. What? That's right. You've been getting paid? <laughs> what if I was? And not telling me? <laughs> Just keeping, like I've been selling it. Keeping all the proceeds. It's a weird fetish thing. It's like there's this one dude that's super into our sort of like deep voices. You know, he just pays me tons he of money. He really loves like congestion. He loves people that have like allergies they're not dealing with. Yeah, he's really into it. People well, like guess what? Dissing each other's Send insanity the money to me. that's happening because oh, they're out on. of work. Come on, come on. What's different about me? What is it? Uh, is it my face? No, you told me that you sounded like an alien. I and felt like I, I sounded like an alien. And I understood what you meant. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You wake up from a nap and somebody's like, hey, I have a question for you. And you're like, I don't even know what planet I'm on, but mm-hmm. I'm going to pretend like I'm totally together right now. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, yeah. I feel like it was a little bit two-sided, though. I feel like I wasn't really sure like where you were coming from. And also, I've been fixating on this idea that you're mad at me all week, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, which is not right. true. It's too much time. It's too much time alone. This is what I'm saying. I don't have the distractions. You know what's weird? My texts are shorter. I know. Because I don't have time. And you're doing also, a lot of voice we're texting. used to... I did... Yeah, you can tell because of the way abbreviates <laughs> Delhi. The amazing, like, weird spelling things that come up sometimes. So oh, really? Like, yeah, but I love them. Voice text. Yeah. Yeah, and usually we G-chat and I can tap... Lo- I, I can type longer responses. I've been really, like, missing my G-chat connections. <laughs> But I've also been trying to be more present on the computer. It's just hard. I don't know. I will say that I've been much like neater lately. Oh, neater. Which is really nice. I always like, I think it's this nice realization of, I always just think like, I can't do it. I can't keep my stuff in order. I can't like organize my life. But now that I'm like, well, I have just like more time and I'm like less burnt out at the end of every day. So I like put things away. Wow. And I like keep my desk clear. And it's amazing. It's really nice to know that that exists like within me. Yeah. And that I think you just like don't factor in all of those different things like i'm managing this like other space outside of my house and like yeah coming home and not wanting to deal with these other things and i don't know it's been cool i'm happy for you thank you i'd call that a silver lining i would call that a gold lining gold line (laughs) tell me where the gold is (laughs) all right what are we at we done (laughs) we can be there's a pee i don't know all right we're done it's because i chugged this mug of water chug a mug chug a mug Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Love you. Be back soon. Just take it.